against the wind. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Coming against, against the wind. wind. <laughs> it does sound like that. Damn it. We're really glad you came. Happy, happy birthday from the Kelsey Gang. We really are excited. We hope you are impressed. Happy, happy birthday to our favorite communications director. Okay. All right. Hey, families, and welcome back to Coffee with the Counselor. We are so excited that you joined us today. And before we start, we are definitely going to talk about our coffee cups. Yes. Um, So uh, keeping in mind with the topic we're going to talk about today that we'll tell you shortly, I have my Kindness Matters cup. Oh, and this year for Christmas, my sweet little Holden, who is a fourth grader, got me the Wild About Mom from his little Santa's workshop at school. So thank you, Holden. That is adorable. I think I'm recycling this cup, but this is my majestically awkward llama corn cup. Um, I was feeling majestically awkward today. I was excited about some things happening and also a little bit nervous. Yes. So it's fitting for me. I love that one. Yes. So today we are going to talk about a topic that is a little bit... um, Hard to talk about sometimes, but we are going to talk about bullying and what it is and what you can do if your child experiences it, witnesses it, or maybe even is engaging in it. So um, first we're going to talk about what is bullying and um, what that means and what it looks like, especially from a standpoint at the school level. And again, we are with elementary age children, so... It does, and I think it's also important when we're talking about bullying to know the difference, like you were saying, between bullying, having a conflict, or just a mean moment. So if y'all don't mind, let's just quickly kind of run down what we think like mean moments and conflicts are. Well, I'll say with my like third, fourth, and fifth graders, I typically do um, a lesson on this, and, and we, we turn that into rude versus mean versus bullying behavior so that they can see exactly what those terms mean and it helps them kind of identify what it is and so like you know rude behavior um is you know making little smart comments or coughing in somebody's face or burping or even some other little things like that and you know it's not cutting in line oh Oh my gosh yeah elementary age kids they got to get there first. They want to be first. Got to get um, there first. But that's rude behavior. And then, then we go to the mean behavior. And, you know, those are things sometimes calling names and things like that. Um, with my kids, sometimes even rolling of the eyes or making faces because mm-hmm. my, my second graders love to do that. And um, But that's mean behavior. And then we go from there to what bullying behavior is. And I was just going to say, also, if both parties – are participating in wrong behavior or bad behavior, that's a mean moment and that's a conflict. Yes. For something to be classified as bullying, there does need to be one person being mean Mm -hmm. with the other doing nothing in return. Correct. So as counselors, we kind of look at bullying to meet four different criteria, Mm -hmm. right? And we we do try to teach our kiddos like the difference between, I think someone's being rude or Mm -hmm. we're having a conflict or a mean moment or, Mm -hmm. you know, this genuinely is like a bullying situation. So four different criteria that we really try to ask ourselves is this, 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 and this Mm -hmm. there. The first one being, is it intentional, Mm -hmm. right? Meaning, did that person seek you out and they intentionally tried to do harm, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a bumping in. Or right, a, it wasn't an accident. Not an accident. And it's repeated. 
So, you know, that intent is consistent. Right. Because someone can do something intentionally to you. Right. One time. Right. Right. And they're, they're being mean. Right. They're having a mean mm-hmm. moment. You're having a mean moment or they're being rude. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're participating back in it, now you're having a conflict. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. But so it could be intentional. But if it's one time, then we're looking at that mean moment or a conflict between a set of people or a set of peoples. Right. right. But for bullying, intentional, repeated. Mm-hmm. The third one. Intent to harm. Uh-huh. Truly right. trying to hurt their feelings, hurt their Person's, physical body, right? Mm-hmm. you know, over and over again. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one, uh, again, one-sided. Mm-hmm. Like the right. other person is is not participating in it. Or so, provoking it right. in right. any way. They're just living their day-to-day life, and this is being put on them or against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So once you kind of identify the situation and you've decided or determined, okay, I think my child's being bullied, then, and and when you, I guess we should kind of preface this with, like, I have had a lot of parents that have contacted me and said, this has been going on for a long time, and I'm like, this is the first time I'm hearing it, and it's been going on for months. Like, that's not the way to handle it. And I know sometimes we think, let my kid handle it, or it'll stop, but if it meets these things, it needs to be addressed as soon as possible because the other person, we need to work on that behavior. We need to find ways to correct that behavior for the bully. And so they may not even be aware of some of the things that they're doing because sometimes kids pick and make fun and they don't even realize they're not being as kind as they should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and to back up on this also, like we're talking about, reaching out to somebody when they're being bullied. I think it's also okay for our kids to let someone know when someone's having a conflict or it's a mean moment. We're not saying don't, you know, don't tell me about mean moments or don't tell me about conflict. Only tell me about bullying. I mean, we want to hear about all three and we want to help you work through all of them. But I think when you do have a conflict or you do have a mean moment, I think a lot of times kids want to say, well, I'm being bullied because they think that's going to get, like our attention quicker and I tried to teach my kids that regardless of if it's a bullying situation or a mean moment or a conflict I want to help you handle all of those those like I want to help you like work through all of them right they're Mm -hmm. all I mean you know all important all important right Mm -hmm. but with the with the bullying thing too just knowing that and sometimes I think kids will be like I had a situation the other day it was a group of fourth graders were in my room for guidance and one of the kids kept calling the other kid a name and it was not I mean it was a funny like a funny mm-hmm. name to him it was funny sure. mm-hmm. right and so he repeatedly kept calling him that because it's something he's heard like jokingly and if he might would have called me that I might would have thought it was funny too you mm-hmm. know but I had to pull him to the side later on and tell him like because I could see it on the other kid's face like that they didn't, like, didn't it. like it and finally he did ask him he was like please stop calling me that I don't I don't like that you know and I know the other little kid was not trying intentionally. to intentionally hurt his feelings mm-hmm. he thought it and then when I talked to him about it like he was devastated yeah, he was like sure I didn't yeah. mean you know so sometimes just being aware mm-hmm. and, and knowing sorry so when you're when you are joking if that other person's not laughing mm-hmm. it's not it's a joke not funny yeah right. it's not a joke <laughs> playful teasing's okay as long mm-hmm. as everybody is, is playing, playing and teasing. enjoying yes. that moment yes. but yes. if somebody is no longer laughing or smiling then 
it's needs to stop. But like you said, kids don't always recognize Mm -hmm. that the other person Mm -hmm. is not laughing or joking anymore. And we have to help them. Yeah. 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 So what to do, how to respond to the bullying that maybe your child is receiving, or maybe they are the bully because I, I tend to feel like when I was looking at all this, I tend to feel like I sometimes we don't address that person and see what their needs are. We kind of give them their consequences and move on, mm-hmm. but for some reason they're doing that. Right. And so, you know, I feel like I do need to do a better job at getting to the bottom of why they're doing that. Sometimes when they are a victim of bullying, I feel like that's kind of who we focus on sometimes. That's true. You know, because – They've been hurt in some way, shape, or form. So we're trying to figure out how to help them through that hurt when I need to back up and also make sure that I get to the bottom of why this kid is doing the behavior that he's doing or she's doing. Well, you know, that makes sense because all behaviors have a purpose and a motive. They're mm-hmm. they're seeking some sort of response. And mm-hmm. so if we can truly find out what is this person trying to gain from this bullying behavior, then maybe we can meet that need in a different way. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, I, I read too, when we were going over this too, the different types of bullying, mm-hmm. like just, we, we often think about when someone's getting bullied, like they're truly getting bullied. We think of it as like a physical aggression type well, because thing. Because that's kind of how we grew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me your lunch money. Yeah. Pow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think nowadays too, the verbal manipulation type it's of bullying is, is way more, especially in our older kids Mm -hmm. like in our third fourth and fifth graders Mm -hmm. because you know they're really mindful about like friend groups and friends absolutely you know because we can't be best friends with more than one person you know three's a crowd four might could go but you know that's Mm one-on-one you know we do have those conversations a lot with our kiddos but I think a lot of the physical aggression type of bullying I don't necessarily see a lot of that at Mm -hmm. our school but Mm -hmm. it's more of the the verbal the verbal types of yeah types of bullying yes and I I think now that you know times are a lot different than when my kids were younger and that that we started seeing cell phones just trickle in then to elementary Mm -hmm. age kids but our kids have so many devices now and so many of our kids you know have you know apps on their iPads or whatever that they utilize that now we are starting to see more at the elementary level of that cyberbullying, mm-hmm. whereas we used mm-hmm. to not. It was not something we didn't really at, yeah. have to address. And, you know, we do have an episode that we recorded, you know, a while back on Internet safety and things like that. So um, if you need some information on that, we do have that. But that is one thing that we do are starting to see more of at the elementary, whereas that typically used to be a more middle high school, high school. Air, mm-hmm. you know, issue, and now it's starting to trickle down a little more. But... So when you do recognize that it is bullying and not Mm -hmm. just a conflict or a mean moment and your child comes to you and says, hey, I'm being bullied, what do I do? So what what advice should we give to parents? Um, Stay calm. Yeah. (laughs) Stay calm. That's hard for some of us mama bears. Yes. To stay calm and be proactive. Um, You know, as you have students starting school on the elementary level, whether it's K-4, K-5, you know, not addressing bullying to start off with, but just talking about, you know, you're not going to be friends with everybody and everybody mm-hmm. might not like you at the beginning and just have an open conversation with your kids. Um, but being proactive, making sure that they know what to do in a situation if somebody's picking on you or teasing you and or it's something they say something that hurts your feelings. What do you do? 
And as long as they know ahead of time what to do, that might make it a little bit easier for them. So staying calm. I also think talking to your kids about not being a bully back. You know, I think sometimes as a kid or or an adult, I'll say, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's hard for us when we, we like to give the same energy that we're given, you know. And I think sometimes just teaching our kids and our you know, our younger ones and our older kids too that, you know, just because they're doing it, it doesn't give you permission to, to, do to also do it back. It's an important conversation to have to make sure they understand that there are ways to respond that are not bullying back, but that they can oh, immediately yeah. tell, tell an adult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and like we said before, that's important whether it's a conflict a mean moment or, or a bullying, bullying situation. I, yeah. Sometimes I think kids think they can't say no to other kids or they can't say, I don't appreciate that or I don't right. like that. But giving them the right verbs or the right sure. the, the right conversation, the tools, the mm-hmm. right phrases, I don't know what I'm trying to say, to come back at them. And mm-hmm. I do. We talk to our kids about that also. Um, when you're talking about not everybody's going to be friends, mm-hmm. like it's okay not to be friends with everybody. You're it not is. everybody's cup of tea, mm-hmm. but how you go about telling them or expressing to them, you know, there's different ways you can do it. The same way with mean moments, conflicts, bullying, right? right. If they're calling you a name, like I appreciated the little kid the other day in class, he told him to his face, like, could you please stop? I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And like, it's okay right. to tell someone. And that's I'd, what we want. We want yes. them to be able to use their words. Yes. Use your words. You know, in guidance recently with um, fourth and fifth grade, we were talking about communication and the difference between passive communication, assertive communication, and aggressive communication. Oh, yes. And it's okay to stand up for yourself in an assertive way. You're still kind and you're using direct terms, but but you're not being mean. You're not putting anybody down. You're just simply stating what you need to happen. Right. And that's okay. And you can do that without being mean or without mm-hmm. making an enemy. Just because you're not best friends doesn't mean you're enemies. Mm-hmm. Right. You can still be respectful. Mm-hmm. Cordial. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Classmates. I agree. Right. right. Yes. I'll have to. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah. So... Stay calm. Mm-hmm. Definitely tell your parent, your adult. Mm-hmm. Telling the adult. Tell your teacher. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel comfortable telling your teacher or if you feel like you've told your teacher and maybe you didn't get the result that you wanted or or they didn't really understand or in the moment there's a lot of things going on in the classroom, you know, that kind of thing, come talk to us. Tell an right. adult. Mm-hmm. And I do have a lot of parents that will come and say to me they didn't feel comfortable talking to their teacher or even telling you, but they asked me to right. call you and right. talk with you about it. And I'm okay with that too. I mean. I know this This sounds, it doesn't sound crazy, but I know that it's so hard for kids this age that we're talking about to ignore things and to walk away from things. But when somebody bullies, they they want a reaction. They do. And so if they if the bully realizes that it doesn't bother you or it didn't get the the reaction they wanted, sometimes that stops it or pushes it somewhere else even though we don't want it to go anywhere else. But so walking away and ignoring, and I I talked to my kids too about ignoring. Like, that's hard. You can't just ignore something. It's just like baseball. That's why you have to practice. You have to practice ignoring things. Like, you have to tell yourself, I'm not going to listen to this today. I'm not going to do this today. Um, Because ignoring is something hard. My air conditioner in my classroom makes this loud, obnoxious airplane noise when it comes (laughs) on. 
I have learned and taught myself how to ignore that. And so kids, I think, sometimes have to ignore some of those rude comments and little mean moments because that's the rea- they're trying to get a reaction from you. And when right. they don't get that reaction, they're like, oh, well, that doesn't bother her. Don't do that anymore because I'm not getting anything from it. Yeah, you know. So, walking away, um, talking to somebody. Um, I've told a lot of my fourth and fifth graders because they're starting to email now. Like, if you don't feel comfortable, or you don't have time right there because the our kids change yes. classes and they don't yes. have a lot of time, shoot me an email and say, "Hey, Miss Barbara, something's going on. I really need to talk to you." And that's a really cool skill that we talk with all of our, I think when we do like our Google check-ins at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the year Mm -hmm. with each kid, I try to show each one of my third, fourth, and fifth grade classes, especially how to use their email Mm -hmm. to email me. And I know that's like a double-edged sword too, because we don't want them using technology too much. But then I also think with our school email, we do have safety measures Mm -hmm. in place so that if they're emailing each other inappropriately, then we do get those alerts. But I do have some kids that'll reach out, email, even some middle schoolers high schoolers mm-hmm. they will um that. I had one of our podcasts the last one or the time before I had a kid reach out by email that I taught you know years ago so sweet. and um he was like I watched your podcast it was neat Aww. and I thought oh okay so um reaching out by email mm-hmm. parents too I know sometimes you hey, get absolutely. crazy busy mm-hmm. and work and you might not have access to a phone right there at that minute but just emailing us but just that stay calm Walk away, tell an adult, um, talk through it, those types of things. And when when you're having those conversations to prepare your students, um, make sure that you include that reporting a dangerous or unsafe situation is not the same as tattling. Mm -hmm. And that's so difficult for children to grasp and apply in life. But I try to tell students that tattling is to get somebody in In trouble trouble. Mm -hmm. just because you want to see them in trouble. But reporting is trying to keep everybody safe because it could potentially be a dangerous situation Mm -hmm. and our students hold really tight to snitches get stitches yeah but (laughs) in a in a bullying situation Situation, they've got to let that go and remember that we're reporting something unsafe not tattling Yes. yes that's a good point and also just having conversations with your kids too they may not be being bullied and they may not be being a bully Mm -hmm. but they may be aware of bullying situations but being a bystander the difference between and we talk about this especially when we use the the books um about being a bystander versus being an upstander you know a bystander just stands by and watches it happen and doesn't say anything and the upstander you know intervenes i was trying Mm -hmm. to think of that word (laughs) intervenes right whether they intervene to the bully and ask the bully to stop and some kids may not feel comfortable intervening Mm -hmm. to a bully Mm -hmm. but they could intervene in other ways by telling an adult telling their parents going and getting help or telling a teacher telling your counselor telling your parent hey i'm not being bullied nobody's bullying me and i'm not being a bully but i feel like one of my friends is Mm -hmm. yeah you know just having that conversation And upstanders can even intervene in this situation, not necessarily by addressing the bully, but just by engaging in that targeted student in another activity, Mm -hmm. like Like, bust in with a joke or invite them to come play, you know, Mm -hmm. come work at their table. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they have proactively done something very helpful and very powerful 
but didn't really put themselves in the middle or right. made themselves a target right. either with the bully. Right. That's a good. That's a good one. So we do have a few little books um, yes. that we're going to let Robin share just for a second. That so I didn't bring mine with me, but we 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 all have like the same Lots plethora of, of yes, libraries. So some of the sometimes I feel like using a book or a read aloud is a great way to kind of get the message across without feeling like we're being preachy to the kids, mm-hmm. right? And I love to read a read aloud, and Miss Fortner oh, will disagree yes. with me, but I'm the best read alouder no, at my I school. Am. No, at my school. Oh, yes, at my school. You could be your I love all the voices. Most definitely. Is she is. You are. Yes. 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 Voices. Yes. All of it. Yes, yes. And I taught reading for 16 years, so like, I'm the best. I'm going to find you a gold star. Okay, Uh thanks. I think we all three need a gold star. And when you do, this is totally off topic, but when you do read alouds with your kids and they're not paying attention, I'm like, this is Oscar worthy performances here. Yes, absolutely. Pay attention to me. I'm just kidding. Yes. Okay. All right. So the first one we have, this is more for like the younger kiddos. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it's more relatable for them. You know, some of the other books that we might have or use as a little bit older but llama llama and the bully goats really cute and i like mm-hmm. a little rhymey book so that one's cute yes. yeah <gasps> my favorite ever in the whole world mean jean the recess queen love, love mean jean mm-hmm. and i love it when the bully learns a lesson and mean jean learns her lesson she sure does i feel like this is k through five all the way absolutely, absolutely. i even think fifth graders just love they love yes they do. They, they do they do and then the series that we were talking about earlier this is probably more for your older kiddos right third mm-hmm. through fifth grade Mm -hmm. but it's three it's dare weird and tough and so it's kind of the same scenario from three different perspectives Mm -hmm. it's from the perspective of the child being bullied it's from the perspective of the person that is bullying and Mm -hmm. it's from the perspective of the upstandard or the Mm -hmm. bystander that's Mm -hmm. watching it so this is a really good series that that Mm -hmm. I do with my older kids and they kind of see it from from all three points Mm -hmm. of view yes and there are lots and lots of books on this topic Um, that we have all of us and so you know we we do touch on this um, every year with our students and so um, but moving from the books like let's talk just for a second about um, yes sorry (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, what to do when your child is the one that's showing the bullying behaviors because that might be the case right it might be I think number one you have to be firm and direct Mm -hmm. like this is not okay Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. like not well you've had a tough time at this and this has happened and and those things may be true that that's rightfully so that might be why you're doing it but I feel like firm and direct Mm -hmm. this is not okay regardless and not justifying your kids behaviors Mm -hmm. you know not trying to make excuses for them right just like you're saying and and accepting that hey like all of our children they have are, something they have something and they go through life and we want them to make mistakes and we want them to learn from things and this is something you can learn from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and as the parent don't put the blame all on yourself no our children they are sweet and wonderful and they have moments where they do not make wise decisions mm-hmm. they have their own brain and and they make choices every when they make the those day. choices don't don't take the blame for them. Don't take responsibility. Let them take responsibility for those actions mm-hmm. so that they can learn and make better choices next time. So it's not okay. Mm-mm. It's not right? okay. Be direct. You're, be direct. And you're not a bad parent. Yes. It happens. It happens. And, and try to figure out, okay, so I, I, my, I found out that my kid is doing this behavior. Why 
So right. getting to the bottom of why they are doing the behavior um, and then the consequences for them. You know, sometimes consequences don't have to be very extreme. It could be that they're just, they just write a note to that person to d- explain why they did what they did um, because sometimes even that can be a consequence that will nip it. It can. Mm-hmm. And I am a firm believer in natural consequences. So if there is something that they have done and they can redo that situation or replace something that they Mm -hmm. may have destroyed or stolen, something that directly involves that situation, then that is also a great consequence. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And then keep... Keep a monitoring um, of the situation. Just keep your eye on the kid and make sure and keep in touch with the, the teachers um, or whoever has brought that to your attention to make sure that they are still um, staying on the straight and narrow. <laughs> <laughs> and involve people that are important in your child's life. Mm-hmm. If they have, um, if you're involved in a church and they have a Sunday school teacher that they are close mm-hmm. with or, or if there's a coach, coach involved yeah, in their definitely. life a doctor, um, a daycare worker, anybody like that that your child has a connection with, involve them and let them help you Mm -hmm. guide them and direct them and help them make good choices. Because sometimes those people can, you know, they can kind of get things a little bit straight um, when we can't. Yes, as a parent, yes. Yeah, sometimes, you know, my my daughter would have listened to her volleyball coach before she would listen to me, you know. So sometimes those people can – be very impactful with our kids and helping make sure that they are doing some things that they need to be doing and being kind. Mm-hmm. All right, so we do have um, handouts that we typically send home. Um, those will come home in a few weeks. Um, um, and again, if you need anything from us, we are here to help your children. We're here to help you and assist in this situation. And if you would like more information on this, I know we all have some websites. Um, Andrea is going to give you a few, though, real quick. I do have a few. Um, Stopbullying.gov has information for parents and for kids, and there's videos on there. And then cfchildren.org has educational information for parents. And then there's a children's section, too, with videos and book lists and articles and lastly, stompoutbullying.org has excellent resources. Mm-hmm. So there, there are lots of resources out there. And then, like I said, just please be in contact with us if you have a situation regarding this. And, um, and even if you're not sure, like, mm-hmm. hey, my kid brought this up to me. I'm not sure what's happening. They couldn't really give me all the details. Right. I'm a little fuzzy. I'm not sure if they were involved, someone else was involved. Mm-hmm. But I just want to put it on your radar. Like, just having that communication, whether it be with your child, your child's teacher, your child's school, the counselor, just being open and honest and communicative, I think that goes a long way. Absolutely. All right, thanks, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye.